Alex, did you fix your internet problems? Uh, by my internet problems, do you mean did I wake up on time? <laughs> no, no, I did not. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna sit here and pretend that I I, I made a mistake, you know, or that the internet was no. That all that happened was I I overslept mm. like an idiot. Mm. Well, uh, yes, you have not fallen into a time portal. It is it is Thursday now, Friday. I am going to be on a flight to New York because my wife is running a half marathon this weekend out there with a bunch of our friends. So we decided we'd just do this early uh, rather than canceling the show because there's some stuff to talk about. We already, you know, yeah. we talked about the Xbox self already. We can touch on that a little bit later. But we should get right to the big thing, which is that you're now fully allowed to tell us how much Mario Kart 8 is like the other Mario Karts. I can. I am freed finally to uh, express myself about Mario Kart 8 and uh, allow me to express that it is some Mario Kart-ass Mario Kart, uh, but it is largely, I think, pretty good Mario Kart. It's, uh, I would go so far as to say it's probably my favorite Mario Kart in general uh, since the DS version, not the 3DS, the DS. Mm-hmm. Um, where do I, so yeah, I gotta write that review today, uh, so I should probably actually collect my thoughts together on it. Um, so, I mean, like, have you consistently been playing the Mario Kart games as, I mean, as we all do, Yeah. But have you, like, you know, there are some that you kind of, like, the Wii one, I basically skipped. Uh, I had heard it was not very good. The only times I've played it are I have some cousins out in the East Coast that they just have a Wii, and we sit around and drink and play Mario Kart Wii. That's just, but it's, that's just more uh, of circumstance as opposed to this is the version of the game we would like to be playing. Like, I think probably most people, despite the fact that Mario Kart Wii sold the most Mario Kart has ever sold... I feel like most people kind of passed on that one, even if they played yeah. a little bit. And the 3DS one was pretty good. Yeah. But I kind of passed on that one, too. Like, where, did, where does 8 kind of fall in the must-have Mario Kart category? So I think I like the Wii version a little bit better than you did, but... Uh, it wasn't bad. I, I would say... It wasn't bad, but I would say that 8 is sort of like the ver- like what you kind of wanted the Wii version to be. Like, it should have looked better. It should have maybe had some better courses. It should have had a little bit more going on than it did. Uh, so it definitely trumps that one. I didn't play a lot of 7. I played, a- like, enough to sort of get a feel for it, and then I kind of forgot about it. Uh, this one, I think I'll keep playing. Uh, like I said, I think it kind of goes back to about the DS level, where it's sort of like, that was, to me, one of the best combinations of new and old tracks and mechanics, and was, I you know, I think that was probably my favorite one of the last several years. Uh, this one's close to that. It's it's very fun. It has some of the best new courses uh, anywhere in the series. Uh, the Bowser Castle is, is probably one of the best ones. There's at least three or four other ones that I think are, are pretty spectacular. Not a great selection of old courses, but that is probably kind of subjective. Uh, everyone has their favorite old courses, and not everyone's are going to line up. So the fact that I am sitting here lamenting the fact that Coconut Mall is nowhere in there uh, probably means nothing to a good chunk of people that, that are playing that game. So I just, I would have liked to see some different older courses, but the new ones are mostly all very, very good. You know, Nintendo's getting into that sweet, sweet DLC that sure seems like I, a way. They haven't announced anything for Mario Kart 8, which I'm surprised. I don't think they will. You don't think they'll yeah, do anything? Yeah, I don't think. No, there's nothing in the game itself about, like, you know, here's where you go by, you know, downloadable anything. Oh, so there's no uh, mention of that. There's no storefront or anything. No, nothing in there. That's. Okay. That's, I mean, that's interesting. I, I'm surprised it seemed like Mario Kart would be, especially given what you just said, that not necessarily 
the, the, the nostalgia tracks are bad. It's just that everyone has their favorites. That seems right yeah. for exactly what d- DLC is. Is is Yeah, you would think. Yeah, you would totally think that would be the way they would go with it, but there's nothing in there to suggest that they will be adding uh, additional tracks anywhere down the road. Uh, which is a bummer, because, yeah, like you said, I think that's a perfect fit, but it doesn't have it. Hmm. Um, beyond the courses themselves, it plays, I think, quite well. Um, I like the mix of crazy shit they have added to all the tracks. Like, you can go underwater now. Uh, there are parts where they've brought back the the whole, like, gliding through the air or flying stuff. Uh, there's also these weird, like, anti-grav sections of certain tracks that can be pretty cool. Um, but mechanically... This is Mario Kart. They have continued to make Mario Kart. It is still very much Mario Kart. Uh, most of the gameplay changes are are honestly kind of aesthetic. Like, it's the fact that you can go all over the crazy loop-de-loops and you're going under the water. And, you know, I mean, there are some good shortcuts and other things to look for. But for the most part, it's the same basic gameplay, which is fine. Uh, they've added the ability to cancel a blue shell. Uh, but only if you have a very specific weapon. Wait, wait, wait. Explain uh, that. Explain that. Because that, that, I think that's that's critical. There's like an air horn weapon or something that you can use that will destroy everything around you within a certain, you know, like circular pattern. So you have to have the timing uh, pretty specific in order to get that blue shell. But you can kill the blue as shell. As long as you have the weapon, it's not that hard to cancel it. You just have to, the second the blue shell appears above your head, just hit the button and it goes away. Hmm. Like, that's all it really takes. And that's great. Like, it's great that that option is there. You just don't get that weapon very often, especially not in first place. So its usefulness is somewhat questionable. But it's uh, there. Like, th- that's, there. that's always been my problem with the blue shell is not that you should be easily able to negate it because part of the fun of Mario Kart is, you know, the way that the, the lineup changes a lot as you're going uh, through each lap and often... You know, you don't know who's going to win till the very end. But the blue shell just seemed like a just like like a design hammer being taken to a problem of trying to yeah. make sure the person in first place was brought out of first place at some point. So even if it's difficult in, in in so much as it's the item is rare to actually negate the blue shell, the fact that there was an option to do that, I I think is it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a tough thing to pull off. You have to have the right weapon at the right time, and you know it's it's complicated. But it like once you actually do it, it is satisfying to do it because it makes it's just like ha ha ha, fuck you, last place guy, you can't get me. Here here is a critical question: How do you feel about the GameCube Mario Kart Double Dash? Uh, it's toward the bottom of the list, but I don't necessarily think it's as bad as a lot of people think it is. I'm with uh, you. I, that is where I stand on it as well. Yeah, it's it's nowhere near my favorite Mario Kart. I know some people who swear by it, and you know, God bless them for you know their their simplicity. But uh, <laughs> it's not uh, it's not a horrible game by any stretch. I don't think there is a horrible Mario Kart anywhere in the bunch. At worst, there is a middling Mario Kart that is not great. Yeah, I guess that maybe might be the the Wii one. Uh, the DS one is the last one I spent dozens and dozens of hours with because yeah. that game had online multiplayer. You know, and that was. Yeah brand new to the series i was in college i had a lot of free time i was you know plugged in that little usb stick the nintendo wi-fi connection uh into my uh my computer i the ds one was spectacular like that was probably my my favorite uh mario kart game since probably the n64 one the n64 one is the one that i spent probably the most amount of time with 
it's an amazing collection of tracks primarily like almost all the new ones in that game are really good like nearly all the classic ones are actually classic ones uh and you know it plays spectacularly uh this one I would probably put eight a little bit below the DS version rankings wise. And the main reason for that is that they completely fucked up battle mode. That like battle mode is genuinely terrible. What? Did, uh, there's always something, right? Like there's just always something they get wrong. God, what and does in this that case, even mean? What does that even mean? They fucked up battle mode. So it's the same basic idea that you're running around and you got the balloons on your thing and you're just uh -huh. trying to hit people with shells and whatever That's else. That's good so far. Not fucked up. But they put the battle mode into the classic courses only. Wait, wait, so there's no, so there's no arena? So instead of an arena, there's no arena. What? You are just driving around in either direction on existing courses and throwing oh, shells at each other. My it God, is Alex, horrible. It is not fun at all. I cannot believe that they fucked that up. <laughs> what the hell? I know, right? It's You're so sure dumb. you didn't miss an option? No, I looked everywhere in the options. Like, where is the arena option? Where do I do any of this? And there's nothing. So, oh my God. look, the online play works pretty damn well. Uh, all the races I did, even against like crazy European people, ran really well. Uh, the like, there's online tournament stuff. There's, uh, there's, there's basically like everything that should have been fucked up with the online surprisingly isn't like it has like a couple of minor quirks, but that, that part they got absolutely right. So I feel like karmically they had to find a piece of the game to just completely obliterate so that they can keep their streak going. And in this case, it was the battle mode. I guess if there's one thing to screw up battle mode is if you got to pick something, if like Nintendo just said, Hey, look, we got to screw one of these parts up. I yeah, you know, I guess we, I guess battle mode is better than racing. <laughs> I guess, but it's, it's a bummer. It's real... I, I really, I really enjoy battle mode. Have always really enjoyed battle mode. I mean, the track from Mario Kart sixty four, the the donut track, which is like the, I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was circular. It was like all wood. Like the, the battle mode is, is what I've spent a lot of my time with. I like the racing, yeah. but battle mode is pretty important to me. Super Mario Kart Battle Mode was my shit when I was a kid. Like, that was the thing me and my friends used to always play together, and it was super fun. And it has never been better than that era of, of Battle Mode. They have never made it better than that, and somehow they have just made it exponentially worse this time around. I don't know why anyone ever thought that was a good idea. It doesn't work. It just doesn't even work well. That's weird. That's yeah. Why even put it in? Just say, hey, we're not doing Battle Mode. I don't know. I genuinely do not know. It is it is baffling. Wario Stadium. That's what. Yes, it's in there. Yeah, that's that is one of the classic courses. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. But beyond that, it's Mario Kart. Yeah, it does a lot of things right as a racing game. Still very fun. Uh, we'll see, you know, how the review turns out. But I definitely enjoyed my time with it, and I'm definitely a fan of a lot of the new courses. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's I I if you expected anything, you know, transcend you know transcendent out of this, no. What about it's not what about that. Rainbow Road? What's up with Rainbow Road? So there's two Rainbow Roads. Well, there's I... an old one and a new one. Yeah, the the N64 one is in the classic stuff, and then okay. there's the new one. That's a good selection. That N64 one is a monster. 
Yeah, it it doesn't feel as monstrous now as it did back then, but okay, uh, it's there. Uh, the new one's fine. It's not uh, the Rainbow Roads are never my favorite courses, but they're the the new one is is totally solid. That's cool. Well, that sounds like Mario Kart. And now you can't buy it for like two more weeks because the reviews embargoes <laughs> up today, but it's not out until like the thirtieth. So have fun with that, well, I guess. Well, I think that's that's Nintendo showing a certain confidence in the game. You know, knowing pretty well that even if you you know, any like average Mario game is still like a pretty good video game. So I think they're hoping that this will roll into sales of, of Wii U's as people get closer to, to Mario Kart coming out later in the month. But yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking forward to picking it up. I, 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 I'm okay with the battle mode not being great. I'm happy to have an HD Mario Kart. Uh, that's, yeah. And the, on, the, on plays, the online plays good. Yeah, the online play is really solid. The only thing I don't like is that when you're in a lobby with people, you have to back out of that lobby to change characters and carts, so you kind of need to know mm. what you're going to stick with while you're playing. But other than that, it ran flawlessly, and it looks amazing. Like, the game looks genuinely pretty spectacular. Like, that's the part that sort of makes me think, this is what the sh- like this is what Mario Kart Wii should have been, because it does look really nice in HD. Yeah, it's still weird that we're just now getting... Still, you know, yeah. some franchises for the first time in high definition. It's a weird, it's a weird thing. It is. You're right. It does. It does look pretty spectacular. Yeah, Mar- Wario's butt has never been more hypnotic than it is in this game. It is just, it's there in your face when you're. It's it jiggles. It's oh god. I hope that's an expansive part of your review later. Yeah. Today. No. Most of the most of the review is me talking about Wario's butt, and then mm-hmm. like I talk about some mechanics, and then I slap a, some stars on it. I don't know. That's what being a game critic is all about. Wario's butt. Yeah. We um, we had the first Giant Bomb Chicago meetup last night. How the, did that go? It was good for a Wednesday, in which that's not a good day to hold a meetup. I kind of consider it the Giant Bomb Chicago meetup soft launch. Like, I didn't, like, do a formal, like, invite or anything like that. I didn't and ask a bunch of friends to show up. It was mostly just, hey, let's put out there Giant Bomb Chicago. We'll do, we can do something bigger. I guess I was afraid no one would show up. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a fair fear. I yeah. didn't want to invite, like, a bunch of my friends, like, and then all of a sudden no one shows up. But totally didn't happen. We had, like, 25, uh, 30 people. We had a, we had a good crowd. Uh, the Emporium was nice enough to let us camp out in front of their uh, projector. They have this huge... Beautiful projector uh, that I was able to plug uh, Splunky directly into. So we played uh, Splunky Deathmatch uh, for for a couple of hours, drank some beers, uh, hung out, and then uh, it was a good time. There was a uh, a lot of folks that showed up, and uh, it was a good crowd. And I didn't win at Splunky, and it was a bummer. Aww. I don't know why I didn't rig that for myself. Yeah, that feels like that. That should have been like you know the first thing on your list of things to do. Make sure I win this Splunky game. Like, what are you doing? I man? almost won it. The first time, and then the second time, I should have won it and just flubbed it. We were doing best of five and just completely screwed it up. And what was great is that, so Dave Lang forgot. He, like, texted me. He's like, oh, yep, I forgot that was happening. I was like, well, way to go, Dave Lang. Uh, and yeah. then uh, Max Temkin, he's flying to Austin today. He's, I think he's on a flight right now. Uh, they're doing uh, screenings of their tabletop deathmatch reality show uh, and they're they're doing one down in Austin, uh, I think either today or tomorrow. So he said that he wasn't gonna be able to come by. And I was fine because I you know I wasn't like going all out and renting the room and uh, or anything like that. So, but I texted him and was just like, hey, look, this is awesome. I got Splunky going on the big screen. He goes, I'm on my way. 
And so he drives over, walks in, plays one round of Spelunky Deathmatch, in which we both do very poorly. All, the only win he gets is because he kills me. The only one I got is because I killed him, and then he just walks out and leaves. <laughs> oh. It's a very Max Temkin uh, thing to do. Yeah, that does seem like perfectly Max. But overall, good meetup. You know, good, it was good. good yeah, good times. it was good. We're going to... Uh, we're going to do another one uh, next month. Um, that place is great. Emporium could not. They were They're like, holy crap. You brought a bunch of people to a place that doesn't have a whole lot going on on a Wednesday night. They're like, anytime you want to come by, like, feel free to do uh, whatever you'd like to do. So I'm talking with those folks. Uh, it sounds like we'll maybe get something uh, a little bit bigger and proper uh, going at the end of June. We'll be, uh, you know, kind of close to the first year anniversary of a thing. Uh, that uh, it might be a good time to get uh, some folks together uh, to hang yeah. out. So, uh, so look forward yeah. to that. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably try and do something uh, again at the, the end of next month. And what was nice about it, and I heard from a bunch of the folks who were, that were there, is that you know playing local multiplayer games. You know something that I really like to do, something you really like to do. Sports Friends just came out. Samurai Guns a great mm-hmm. game. Nidhog, a lot of stuff right now. People don't necessarily have a place to go do that. Uh, That's so, true. I think at the very least, what would be fun to do is have the Giant Bomb Chicago meetup become a, you know, get together once a month for a couple hours, just plug in some local multiplayer games and, and just hang out, which uh, I think could be a pretty cool thing. Yeah, you could throw some Mario Kart in there. That's true. I could throw some Mario Kart in there. If I did that, then I could expense it. I'm doing it for a yeah. meetup. Yeah. Mm, see? See? Look at mm-hmm. that. Eh? Look at that. Who's helping you out? Who's helping you out? <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. No problem. Wait, uh, what? Well, he's the one that has to approve the expense. No, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, so, uh, did you play anything else this week other than Mario Kart? Uh, well, so I got a pile of games starting to stack up here. Uh, like, this showed up yesterday, and I haven't cracked this open at all yet. They only um, sent me a PS4 one. Do they just... They don't like me? Or are you reviewing I it? Guess, I don't know. They just they just sent them to me. I guess they think I'm reviewing them, but I think Jeff is actually reviewing that game. We'll see. I'm ex- uh, I am but- excited to play that game. I am too. I'm looking forward to it. I, I haven't played it. I played a few hours of it a while ago. We talked about that before, mm-hmm. uh, but I have not really gotten to dig into it since then. So I am looking forward to trying that. I just don't know what I'm gonna when that's gonna happen because I've got there's a Ring of Honor show on Saturday. I'm going to like Sunday. I'm volunteering. There's all this shit going on. I got to write Mario Kart. I got all these things. I gotta. I, when am I gonna play Wolfenstein? When's that gonna happen? I still got Super Time Force sitting there. Do you know what comes, I got a transistor code. I, I was gonna even say. Do you know yet. what comes out on Tuesday? Transistor. Yeah, like fuck. When am I gonna play any of these things? God damn it! I hate the world. I hate everything. Oh, Everything's stupid. Our Beach Thunder's got a pretty good. It's the Wolfenstein Among Us, Alex. Uh, huh? Yeah. Huh? All right. That's huh? a begrudging. Okay. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? That's good. That's good. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, I don't know when I'm going to play Wolfenstein either because I'm in the middle of I've been playing Super Time Force. I've been doing like one stage a night. That's like that's a nice like 45 minutes. It's it's a, it's you go through a world. It's got I think three or four stages each. <clears throat> then you fight a boss and then you move on. So, I've been doing that with Super Time Force. I'm um, kind of trucking through uh, uh Tex Murphy and I just don't know where I'm going to find time for Transistor and Wolfenstein. I want to try and get all those out of the way. When does Watch Dogs come out? Is that the week after that? God, uh, that yeah, that is the week after that. The 27th? That is the very end of the month, Fuck. I think. No games come out in June, right? <laughs> I mean, Can no games no come out games, in June? But I'm guessing far fewer games come out in June, yeah. Mm. 
Bomb in the AM with Scoops and the Wolfenstein. Okay, now now we got to stop it because there's like Nazi <laughs> connotations to the whole Wolfenstein thing, and I really don't want that association. So let's just go ahead and nip that one right now. Let's say like cool, cool joke, guys. Thought it was funny. Let's just move on and never speak of it again. Uh, so yeah, have you played any Super Time Force, or you just you want to play Super Time Force? No, I downloaded it. And I haven't been able to touch it yet. Like I, I've been trying to get through all the last of the Mario Kart unlocks and get some online time in. Uh, I had to get through the new uh, Walking Dead episode, which I have written a recap of and just need to edit this morning God, before I put that up. that's out, too. Uh, it is. And it's a long episode. It is a meaty episode. So What does long like, mean? Like is, two and a half hours? Yeah, it's at least two hours. Okay. Um, and, you know, it doesn't, like, it's pretty harrowing a good chunk of the way through, so it's not like you have a lot of time to sit there and consider how long it is. I just remember looking up, it's like, Oh, cool! The sun is way more down than it was when I started this, so I guess this has actually took a while. But, but it's, yeah, but it's that's, good. That, it's good. Like you, it's very good. So it's. I think we're continuing think on the prob- trajectory of uh, the, 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 the Walking Dead up, Wolf Among Us down. Yeah, currently, like that's the current trajectory. I think it's one of the best episodes they've done in that series by far. Um, mm. It's a great collection of building up Clem in a lot of interesting ways, like sort of actually explaining why adults are so willing to kind of like let her do these sort of challenging, you know, hardcore tasks because she just keeps proving herself and in ways that aren't, you know, completely ridiculous. Uh, And there's a lot of good stuff with the Carver character who kind of takes over that episode in a lot of places. Uh, Michael Madsen gives that game uh, a lot of, or gives that character a lot of life in a lot of really uncomfortable life too, and it's good. It's 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 some of the best storytelling they have done in that series. Like I don't know that it necessarily beats the best episodes of last season, but it's close. Well, then they'll they'll continue a tradition. Well, if you can consider two seasons a tradition of episode three being perhaps the high moment in. The series, the episode three uh, last season in The Walking Dead was where uh, Duck didn't make it. And yeah. they have the moment where you have to take care of that. Yeah. Fuck me. That, yeah. oh, that is still, that is rough. Uh, that, as much as the end of that season, you know, the, the arc to Lee and Clementine is fantastic. I think the duck moment might have been the highlight of uh, the, that season for me, purely because I was genuinely shocked that they put you in a situation where you were going to actually pull the trigger. Like, yeah. that's fucked. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's not a game that's really afraid to put you in the position of actually having to do really horrible things. Uh, and I will not say any more about this episode here. There will be a recap going up on the site today that, you know, covers all the spoilers if we want to. Um, but I am not going to say anything else about what happens. This Also, everyone freaking about, like, spoilers from season one with the duck stuff. Hey, guess what? That shit came out a year ago. Yep. Get over it. Yeah, that's... You should have played it by now then, if that's really what you're concerned about. Yeah, uh, that's... I don't feel bad about that. I mean, I feel a little yeah. bit bad about it, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I played, yeah, so I played Tex Murphy, which, do you have any nostalgia for that series? Have you played any of those games? So I played a little of them, but I was not super into them when they were popular, so I don't have a great deal of nostalgia for them. Um, I do. Uh, Under Killing Moon is one of my favorite games of all time, probably. Uh, not because it's the greatest game of all time, but it is, it's just, ah, uh, it's just an interactive 
B-movie noir, and it's just, oh, it's so, it's so great. And this new one has all the problems of the old games, which is obtuse puzzles that have not been updated for 2014 in any fashion. I think the puzzles are pretty bad. But it is so committed to being that game from the 90s in 2014, you know, but with 4K FMV. 4K FMV. It's fantastic. Okay. All right. It's it's just as cheesy as I remember it, and I'm I'm really really enjoying it. It's in terms of like there are a couple ways you can do you know updates in 2014. You can try and conform to modern gameplay standards, which the game does you know in terms of interface. And now it's no longer static environments that uh, you are uh, just like you know clicking through images of. Now you're you know na- navigating a 3D environment uh, and, and things of that nature, but uh, they pretty much chose to just make another one of those games, but now in 2014. And I don't think the game probably works if you have no nostalgia for Tex Murphy. But if mm. you have any nostalgia at all for Tex Murphy, you will have the most shit-eating grin on your face the entire time until you encounter a puzzle where you have to collect nine baseball cards scattered throughout a house, and it feels like pixel hunting all over again. And then... yeah. And then you'll kind of smile because it's just like you remember it in the worst way. And you'll wish you had put the game on casual mode so you can find where that stupid ninth baseball card is. But then you find it eventually because you pixel hunt and you move on with your life. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think I have just enough to where I will still get the smile on my face uh, if I if I sit down to play through it because I remember parts of it. You know, I, I certainly enjoyed FMV games from that time, if not specifically Tex Murphy being my favorite. Uh, that is the part I am sort of worried about, though, because the thing that would always eventually drive me away from those games was the sort of pixel hunty, you know, collecting uh, adventure game trope stuff that, frankly, has never been that great. Uh, in any, you know, incarnation. Like, it wasn't that great back then. It hasn't been great in any, you know, versions of those types of games they've made in years since. Uh, I have a feeling like this will make me maybe eventually want to stop playing it at some point. Yeah, yeah. I Well, if you play it on casual mode, you can get hints, and it will light up all the interactive objects in the room. So it essentially allows you to sidestep the pixel hunting if you That's good. if you don't want to interact with that. So that that is, you know, in one respect a way that Tex Murphy acknowledges, "Ah, we're going to build the game this way, but if that frustrates the hell out of you, you know, here is an option." Unfortunately, they don't they don't let you do that once you're midway through the game. I think at this point, I would probably switch to casual so I had the option to engage with the hints and the sparkly stuff, but I picked the gamer option, man. Mm. But now I yeah. I kind of regret that option, man. You regret being a gamer? I regret being a gamer. I mean, that's that's a fair thing, I think, to regret. Oh, man. Uh, Lousbub in the chat saying the super hot Kickstarter already reached its goal. Damn. $100,000. Didn't that just launch yesterday? Yep. Wow. But you know what? I am not surprised because super hot is super hot. And that yeah. game looks – the new updated version that they're working on looks – Amazing! I am. It's right there in the title. I'm. I'm very excited about it. I'm very excited about Super Hot becoming a real game. Well, you know, an expanded game. It's a real game. Right. What is a game? What is a real game? Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart's a real game. Uh, I can't yeah. think of. I mean, I played Super Time Force. I'm not sure I have anything else to say other than what we talked about earlier in the week. I like it. I think people should play it. It's a rad game. Play on Xbox One, but I'm sure 
it's totally fine on 360 as well. That it was showing yeah. on 360 for a long time. Uh, played a little bit of Kirby, but not enough to say anything other than it's you know it's a baby game. But Is it it's, cute? Yeah, it's cute. It looks gorgeous. The art's amazing, and the 3D really pops uh, in, in that game. Uh, particularly, they do a lot of layering in terms of. Uh, You'll often be going from the foreground to the background. Uh, Donkey Kong mm-hmm. kind of does that as well, but that game right. you know, doesn't actually have, you know, proper 3D. Um, and so, yeah, I can't really comment too much on on Kirby in general, except you know, the first world suggests that. I, I mean, Kirby has never been a game about difficulty, so that's it, I'm not going to knock the game for being spectacularly easy because Kirby games have never been anything but spectacularly easy. They're mostly just fun and charming. Uh, and and that's what this one seems like uh, as well. Uh, yeah. Mm, and that's all I've played. You play anything else? Nah, that's pretty much all I got right now. All right, let's see. There's um, a little bit of news. Uh, folks want to drop some questions in the chat. Uh, we can get to some of those as uh, we round out uh, the show. Rockstar promising next-gen release this fiscal year, which, wow, that could not be more misleading because I am sure that is just Grand Theft Auto Five gotta be right for xbox one and playstation 4 and pc yeah, I yeah gotta don't, be that is not going to be red dead redemption 2 or agent they don't have a new game they have not been developing a new game in secret and they're just going to put it out this this year like that's not that's not what rockstar does no uh, i you know wouldn't be surprised if there was you know maybe a tease for a new rockstar game at e3 this year sure but i suspect that Rockstar promising a next-gen game by March 2015 is Rockstar saying, you know what? I bet people would buy Grand Theft Auto again, and they're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I do I, like I like Tan in the chat saying Rockstar Table Tennis 2. I mean, okay. If that's what, if that's what they were doing, I'd be pretty excited about that. It's probably not that, though. Just saying. Yeah. I wish it was Bully 2. I mean, it's definitely not Bully 2, so... I know. One day, one day they'll make that game. One day. Yeah. They've been trying... I mean, there's been enough evidence in people's LinkedIn profiles that at one point they were making another Bully. I don't know if that game will ever come out, but they yeah, were making I mean, another it, Bully. It could have just been a thing that they tried to do and then canceled quietly, you know, before it ever really got off the ground. The Warriors 2. Nah, look, well, the Warriors is perfect. Doesn't need to be met. Doesn't need another one. It's fine. Body Harvest Two. <laughs> I Go really, on. I really like that. Acid Brandon eighteen. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> Body Harvest Two. That would be great if just out of nowhere. Hey, we're just gonna go. Re- we're gonna go back to our roots. Body Harvest was a cool game. I'm gonna make another Smuggler's Run. I really liked the first Smuggler's Run. Yeah, it was all right. They made a couple of those, right? At least two. Yeah. Made a couple of state of emergencies, too. Well, actually, they only made the first they one. Made the the, one was, well, they didn't even make the first one. They just published yeah. it. <clears throat> the second one was a different publisher. Agent. What a what game. a weird thing that was. Yeah. Game was announced and then just poof. Rockstar doesn't seem like the kind of company to back off from a game once they've announced it. And that game just nothing. Maybe it never existed at all. Table Tennis 2 for Connect. Ha! That would be funny. Great timing. Spectacular yeah. timing. 
Uh, you see this? Uh, <clears throat> you know, they announced all this Xbox stuff. You know, Microsoft offering a connect mm-hmm. the SKU uh, now, uh, or will be on sale on June 9th. Uh, but Microsoft is offering also offering refunds in June, uh, following an update to Xbox Live, which is uh, going to allow uh, folks that don't have gold to experience experience Netflix <laughs> and Hulu and Internet Explorer and other apps uh, that have previously been behind gold and essentially you can get a prorated refund if really? the reason you were subscribing to gold was for those apps you can opt to get a prorated refund uh, starting in June which they didn't have to do that and that seems awful classy on their part yeah that seems like a it's the kind of move that I would ex- never have expected them to think through ahead of them actually doing that. Like, I would have expected that to be the sort of thing that they did after they got a deluge of emails from people saying, well, why signed up for this? Why am I not getting this? Like, as a response, not necessarily as a proactive get ahead of the game kind of move. So that's crazy that they are actually doing that. I am surprised and in, in, in kind of delighted that they've actually gone to the trouble of making that happen before a million people complained. Yeah, it's just a... Well, here's the thing, though. I wonder if the reason they would do something like this is because, I mean, they know how much apps are getting used, that they don't suspect they will take much of a hit by offering this. But it looks really good. I'm not, I don't mean to take away from the idea that it looks good, because it's a very consumer-friendly, nice option to be offering when they're making a change like this. It is shocking that they're, like, that they would do something like this, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not not the kind of move you expect a major corporation like that to do of its own volition. Uh, so yeah, it, that is surprising, but it's good. And you know, maybe I'll uh, I'll be like, yeah, no, I was I was using gold just to get those apps. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I played a multiplayer game. Titanfall, I guess. So I guess. yeah, that, that, yeah. That, I mean, I, I guess that. I sort of have to keep it. <laughs> Just yeah. because of my job, but uh, I also think I have like another year on it. Uh, I have so, at least like nine months, so yeah. yeah. So I don't, I don't think I have to worry about that anytime soon. I think it's odd that you know one of the wrinkles that came out of some interviews that people uh, were doing with Phil Spencer and some some other folks um, following this news was that they you're still going to need Xbox Live Gold to play like Elder Scrolls Online, right? Which they like they couch that in ah you know our policies are evolving maybe that is you know just one that they can't stomach or will come later it it just seems odd that you will still need gold to play like MMOs seem to fall into the same camp of a Netflix in which you are already paying for a separate subscription service why should you have to pay for another subscription service to access that subscription service <laughs> that just yeah. seems a little bit weird yeah, I think that is weird. Uh, it would be one thing if Bethesda was looking at somehow either dropping or at least l- lightening the, the the subscription for that game uh, on those platforms, but it doesn't sound like they are. I mean, whatever, that game's going to be free to play in a year anyway, right? Yeah, that's 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 probably true. Uh, Chicken008 uh, asks, Alex, what is your favorite baby character in Mario Kart? Uh... Whatever one is being murdered on the course at the time that I'm watching it being murdered, that's my favorite one. That's terrifying, Alex. Yeah, I don't like the baby characters. The baby characters are not enjoyable. Uh, There's four of them in the game. Mario, Luigi, Peach, and Disney. And they're all as annoying as as any baby character in that game has ever been. So... (laughs) 
<laughs> so uh, I don't know, shy guy, I guess. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't have a good. There is, there is. My favorite baby character is the one I'm not playing. So that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Darrow asking thoughts on the supposed E3 conference leaks. They're probably all fake. Probably. I'm gonna I, say like 75% chance. Sure, they're all fake. I, saying the last Guardian's going to show up at E3 is not a leak. That's cute, is what that is. That's adorable that someone thought that that would be convincing. It's probably true. I bet it probably will be there this year. I'm willing, oh, yeah? I'm willing to bet that. Yeah, you think? Yeah. I don't. Really? I have no hope left at this point for that game or its existence. Like I'm. Here's what I look forward to, even if it doesn't show up. Especially if it doesn't show up. I guess it's the only way this could happen if it, if it doesn't show up. Is then all Sony executives being asked again... Hey, where's the last guardian? Yeah. Hey, where's the last guardian? Yeah. Hey, where's the last guardian? Can we have a pool dad? Can we have a pool dad? Can we have a pool dad? Like that's yeah. No, I know, and I I'm, I always look forward to that. It's why I don't think it'll be there because I want to see another year of people just incessantly asking about that game and people still trying to find out new, find new ways to back off of that subject. Memu asking, "Where's Jeff this week? Judges week. He's in Los Angeles seeing." Video games. Video games. Uh, which also help us figure out what exactly we're doing for E3. He gets a chance to see some stuff that is not announced. He did, you know, doesn't see press conference stuff. That stuff gets... That stuff... That shit's on lockdown. But yeah. it at least lets us know, you know, what exactly, you know, what kind of guests we should be looking at in the last week when we're hurriedly trying to figure out holes to fill for our night shows. But I'm... Getting excited about these night shows, Alex. Had some, we've had some confirmations this week. I, I'm not, yeah, not going to say anything because I don't want to jinx it. But I'm going to spoil one. I'm going to spoil one for the audience. I, I locked in a big exclusive yesterday. I'm very excited to have him on the show. Mm-hmm. All right, go ahead. John Vignocchi from Disney Interactive will be joining us on the E3 After Hours show. I'm very excited to announce this. Wow, that was under embargo. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I had to put it out there. <laughs> I could not wait. Embargo buster. That's I had it. I, everyone needed to know. Yeah. Well, the other ones that we've had confirmed this week that I'm excited about, I refuse to disclose until they show up the Fair. night that they show up because I, I don't think it'll I, – I feel like I just – that will be the best way to get them to not show up. Yeah, I think that's a very good way to ensure that won't happen. So let's just keep it under wraps. Uh, I mostly throw the Johnny V thing out there because, you know, I feel like people are going to be – you know, they they were wondering, they weren't sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wanted to allay some fears, but yeah, let's keep the rest under wraps. It's uh, it's a very uh, Nintendo thing to do. Playing it safe. Get Johnny V. Yeah, Johnny V is like the Mario Kart of giant bomb guess. Wow. Okay. What? Why did you take that? Why did you take that as a derogatory comment? I don't know. I mean, Mario Kart is kind of like the most milk toast franchise oh, there is. Wow. It's just like wow. it's they wow. just do I, the I same thing say, again I, and Johnny, again and again. Johnny, I didn't say that. I didn't. I didn't say that. Alex said that. Uh, <laughs> will you be filming from a porn set again? Says Jeff. I don't know. We have we have a decent setup this time. This I mean, there's still the possibility because it is uh, a it place be, in yeah. Los Angeles. I'm sure sex a porn has, has could happened. have been filmed there. Yeah. yeah, it could have happened, but it's not a porn set. No. Hmm. 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 Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
don't know. No really other questions. We already had a bombing in the AM this week. I don't I don't mind if this is a shorter show. Yeah, and we also we did a our, our thing on the Microsoft news. So like we've we've covered a lot here at this point. Yeah. What do you what are you getting up to this weekend? Uh, I well, so I'm going to the Ring of Honor versus New Japan show in uh on Saturday, which is a live wrestling show that I'm very excited about. Uh, I also am doing my volunteering thing again on Sunday, and then and somewhere in there, I'm going to try and play Super Time Force. I'm going to try and play some Transistor. I'm going to try and play some Wolfenstein. But God knows if any of that is actually going to happen. Yeah, and then we'll try and meet up because I'm going to be in your city, but I don't know where. Yeah, I, I don't know when we're actually going to do that because her marathon's like happening Sunday. around a t- Sunday. So we have Saturday. People will probably be meeting up. I'll meet with some folks. I don't know. I'll let you know. I don't, New York's. I don't know. New York's a big city. Like I don't. I don't know where I'm going to be. I'm going to let yeah. you know. It is a large city that covers a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. I'm in Queens. You got to. You got to find your way. Like somewhere we'll have to find our way into the middle. I don't know if we're going to do that on this trip. But if we'll we can, see. we should. We'll see. Uh, yeah, so I'll be out there. I'm, uh, I'm going to try and, fit and finish Hitman Go on my flight to, to New York. That's that's my plan. I'm that playing a lot like of that. Airplane game. That yeah. game is fantastic. You should buy Hitman Go, general internet audience. Hitman Go okay. is a fantastic little game. And one should support these kinds of mobile games instead of trying to make an actual mobile Hitman game. Hitman Go is pretty good. Yeah. I, I downloaded it. I, I messed with the first couple of levels. It seems pretty rad. I have just not had the time to actually sit down and do like a long playthrough of that. But uh, I will have my own flights coming up soon, so that will probably uh, probably take up some of that. Oh, I also played the Outlast Whistleblower DLC. We did that for... That's right. You need a video for that. We did, uh, did that for Spooking with Scoops this week. Uh, it's good. I, I think the, the Whistleblower DLC condenses the Outlast experience in a really... Uh, great way uh whereas you know that main game is six seven hours uh the dlc is supposed to be two to three uh so i think i'm about halfway through uh, and we'll probably finish the rest on a spooking with scoops next week but you know i one of the things that i was thinking about like it hits the ground running so fast and just never lets up in a really satisfying also horrifying way Mm -hmm. that games have the expectation that they're going to be long right like, you know, to bare minimum, you know, four or five hours. And that is just antithetical to building tension, is having to sustain that over such an extended period of time. And the idea that this game is, you know, this add-on is about three hours, seems like that could be a satisfying way for a developer to really maximize that time, as opposed to having to find ways to pad out that experience in order to, you know, fulfill this need that some of us this expectation that games are supposed to be you know, longer than you know 90 minutes like I, I would be okay if someone just wanted to make a 90 minute horror experience and just get in and out that seems uh in line with what the genre strengths are which are building tension releasing that and then moving on yeah so i have nothing to add to that uh i want to i want to play more of it so i'm going to soon, yeah hopefully. outlast was outlast was a lot of fun uh, it's just a roller coaster. It's got a shitty story, and you know this one seems a little bit better. The premise is a little bit better. Like the premise of Outlast is that you're you get an email, your journalist who goes to record atrocities uh, that are occurring yeah. at this uh, mental asylum that you you know then find out are weird science 
experiments. Uh, this one, you are the person who sent that email, and then you get found out, and then you are trying to escape the the base slash institution while all hell is breaking loose. It's a much better setup for why one would be <laughs> yeah. in the middle of all this shit. Uh, and uh, yeah, sounds a lot more exciting too. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. So I, I recommend cool. if folks enjoyed Outlast and don't want to watch me play it. Uh, you should you should check it out because it seems pretty good. But I will uh, I'll talk to you on Monday. Hopefully I'll play. Uh, the Walking Dead on Sunday night, uh, we fly back uh, re- reasonably early that I would still be able to maybe uh, squeeze that in. But uh, yeah, I, we'll I, won't, a- I won't make you edit that recap because it's, it's, it's full of spoilers. Yeah. I don't want to ruin that for you, so I won't make you do that. Um, so we went back on Monday. Uh, I don't have a guest lined up. Maybe that will change between now and then. But we've had a, we had a good run of guests, so there's a lot of games coming out. So if we just talk there about are. games, we'll probably be okay there as I'm gonna well. I'm going to play some video games this weekend. Cool. That's that seems like a pretty good idea. Yeah. All right, Alex. I will talk to you on Monday. I might talk to you this weekend. You might. Oh.